This is Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, episode 113, for the week of January 27th, 2008. Welcome to Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daisen Shubi X. We cover anything and everything, Dragon Ball! That's the show in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Hey! What's up, Mary? Hey, not much. Enjoying the weekend? Yeah, you're that woman named Mary. Uh Uh-huh. You're enjoying your weekend? I I can't tell. I'm I'm tired. I'm sure about asking you that. Oh, you know what? We might be better off on the podcast not asking how I'm doing for the next 10 months. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, What is my follow-up question, then? I don't think I really have any. (laughs) Uh, I guess we can introduce myself, because I'm the only one that's left here right now. I'm Mike, Vegito EX. Nice to meet you. Good to Good see you. Good to see you, Kito. Oh, uh, it's so obscure. Or, or, is it really? I guess I it is I like now. to think it is. Maybe. I don't know. If you understand what we're talking about, then you're either... A well-versed anime fan. <laughs> you were a young girl at the time, or you're a creepy old guy, so I don't really know. So which category do you fall under? None of those, apparently. So you need more categories. Uh, well, a well-versed anime fan. That's me. Okay. Well, semi-well-versed. Uh, let's talk about other people and stuff. Julian, he's not here. He's that guy who, you know, runs a site with me and does a podcast from time to time. Julian, unfortunately, is not here with us this week. Although, he did tell me ahead of time that he wasn't going to be here this week. Mary, I don't think you know this. Julian popped up on AIM very briefly earlier today. Oh, he did, huh? He did. He said he's been having lots of adventures. Oh. <gasps> And he will have stories to tell upon his return. Ooh, maybe the next episode should just be Julian's Adventures in Japan. No, because it doesn't entirely relate to Dragon Ball, I'm sure. Well, but... we still look forward to his stories. Yeah, we do. So he'll be back with us next week as far as we can tell, which would be good. I think we'll do a Friday night recording, so he'll be here Saturday morning. Should all work out well. Other than that, this is Daizen X. It's a podcast. We're a website. We have been around 10 years as a website now. And what we are doing to celebrate that this whole month as we've been running a contest, we are going to be giving away a special poster, so listen up later on in the episode to hear about that. Uh, this episode, Mary. Yeah? We are talking about your boy. <gasps> yeah! How dreamy. He is your boy, right? Yes, other than you, of course. Oh, fair answer, I should say. Correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Trunks. Yahoo! <laughs> we're talking about Mario. Oh. <laughs> No, we're talking about Trunks this episode. Yay! We are going to be comparing two specific things. We're going to compare Trunks the Story, which was that special manga chapter, and the actual Trunks TV special. So that's what we'll do. Uh, listen up for that after the news. Before we get on into the news for the episode, though, we got a couple little stuff things. We started up a new little segment on the site, no less, last week. It's audio, but we do it on the site because we put it up there on Friday because I made a little thing called From the Past Fridays. See what I did there? I love illusion. Illusion? Like Tara? Yes. She's an illusion. She's, She's an not illusion. actually not there crying illusion, at us. Illusion. Illusion. I know what you mean. Alliteration. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Is that what I meant to say? Alliteration? I yes, am so fucking did. tired and it's just the <laughs> afternoon. You did mean alliteration. It, it could be an allusion to something else. It, it really wasn't though. Sorry. That's okay. So what we started doing last week is putting up some voice samples that Funimation put up back in the year 2000. Would you like to sing it, Mary? In the year 2000. 
gosh, I'm Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, last week you did it up, and this week you did it down. I know. So it's, a well. it's a sequel. It's a sequel. I remembered I did it that way. Very nice. I'm just finishing off because, the song. You, know, you don't actually listen to the podcast, so it's good that you remembered what you did last week. Yeah. Mm. So last week we put up voices of Shu or Shao. Back when Funimation went and redid the first 13 episodes of Dragon Ball and then went onwards, before they did it, they put up some voice samples on their site. They're like, hey, which ones do you like the most? Fans, what do you want? And that was very special for Funimation. So last week we did him. This week I put up the Pilaf voices. So we'll play a couple little snippets from all four of the Pilaf voices right here. If you want to listen to the rest, you can just check them out on the website. So here we go. Oh, well, you won't get so much as a bone until you bring me another Dragon Ball. Well, you won't get so much as a bone until you bring me another Dragon Ball. Oh, well, you won't get so much as a bone until you bring me another Dragon Ball. Oh, well, you won't get so much as a bone until you bring me another Dragon Ball. Ah. Mary, what did you think of the voices? Kind of scary, although the last one was really into it yeah, in kind of definitely. a gay way. As far as I can tell, they're all, I think Chuck Huber, he's the guy who ended up doing them. I really have not seen a whole lot of Dub Dragon Ball, the original TV series, so I'm not really familiar with this voice. But as I was saying in the update, I love the original, the uh, ocean voice for him. It was completely maniacal. And I guess that's really all you can do with this character. Did you bring me a Dragon Ball show? No, sire. I got real hungry, so I came back. You won't get so much as a bone until you bring me another Dragon Ball. I'm very torn because I like that dub voice, but his original was Shigeru Chiba, who was just a ma- who did Raditz as well, and Buggy, and lots of other characters. He's another he's completely maniacal character. Uh, well, I should say Seiyu. He's not a character himself. <laughs> So I'm very torn, but I think they're all pretty good voices for Pilaf. So that's it. If you want to check them out, go uh, download them on the homepage of the website. We talked about that. We talked about Julian. I actually got something from Jeff today. Mary, I was telling you this. Jeff sent me a text and he's like, hey, Mike, how much did you pay for that Kududin figure you have? It's the little, you know, snarky looking dude. I got him. I get that Otakon or AWA. I can't remember. AWA. AWA. I I paid 20 bucks for him. And he's like, oh, because they have the Goku one here for 30 down in Princeton. Like, where the hell is Jeff in Princeton that he sees his little figures? So uh, we're going to have to follow up with Jeff and see if he actually, you know, bought it or what he was doing with it. Because I'm intrigued as to why he would be asking about that. So that is our stuff and all of our housekeeping for the week. Let's go on over to the news. Hey, Mary. Yo. You love video games. I do. I do. Yeah, I know you. I, I do, I do. Let's talk about some video games briefly. We have Dragon Ball Z W Bakuretsu Impact. It's uh not really a real fighting game. No, you had to explain this to me, and I might need to have you re-explain it to the audience. All right, no problem. So you're familiar with the name Dimps, right? Yeah. They are the development company over in Japan. They did Budokai 1, 2, 3. They also did Shin Budokai and Shin Budokai 2 in the PSP. Those are after Budokai 3. They kind of kept going over on the handhelds. They've also done these arcade machines over in Japan that are based around this whole cardas. You, you know what those are, yes. the cards, and we've got a couple of Daizenshu on them, you know. They're 
just that big deal over there. So what these arcade machines do is they're based on these cards and you swipe your cards and you've got this like rock, paper, scissors set up on the arcade machine. There's no joystick and like punch, kick, block kind of buttons on it. There's just those three colored buttons. And that's how you play the game. It's not like fireball punch or punch, punch, punch energy or anything like that. Except the video that is the game in the background is an even further enhanced version of the Budokai game engine. It looks like Budokai 3 with a bunch of more characters and stuff. We saw Pan, we saw GT Goku, we saw uh, San Shinon, we saw Arale, and lots of other cool characters in there. It, it looked pretty cool. They were like the dual attacks. I thought that Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and Super Saiyan 3 That Gotenks. I liked. It was like, oh, it's something different. I kind of wish that was in the actual games, like yeah. two-on-two. I like that. I like that a lot. So that was uh, pretty neat. Anything else in there that stuck out to you? Just, just the fact that it looked like everything else. The fact that it didn't stand out made it yeah. seem like it stood out more because it looked the same. Because it's just one of the card-ass things. So whatever. So you can check out the video over on the official website. And it's also been up on YouTube for a bit. So uh, there you go. Let's talk about Dragon Ball Online. Whoa! The official website has been pretty much abandoned since, you know, we first heard about it. They just updated yesterday at this point. They have a couple screenshots up on the page, and they had this nice little, like, promo art postery kind of thing with some of the main characters and some of like characters you can make like there were three Namekian style people on there. I think one was actually Piccolo himself any thoughts on Dragon Ball Online and I was shocked and to actually see something for it yeah definitely it's about time and the characters look like what I was expecting them to look like which was pretty generic pretty yeah. like, mixed match totally outfits like chrono. Mitch mixed match hairdos like uh-huh. just kind of okay you have essentially three styles to choose from right of people if yeah. that this is probably something you'd never play right probably not <laughs> mary she is so bored just thinking about it <laughs> so bored by the prospect of dragon ball online <laughs> i'd rather watch it and any other thoughts on it while we I did think it was here. a nice poster. Yeah, cool Pro stuff. art, whatever. We got one last little bit here, and that's that Bardock Trunks thing that's coming out. Yes. Dual feature. It actually looks like it's going to be a two-disc set. Demon Core in a forum put up a scan. I guess this is from the most recent uh, Shonen Jump here in the U.S., some Funimation ads, and it's got like this two discs instead of, you know, like one thing that it's showcasing. So there you go. That's how, actually, I think it's next month in February. Does it say here on it? Yeah, it's February 19th. So, you know, if you don't have the two TV specials, even though it's going to be the wide screen faux remastered thing and there you go two discs i believe that is the news mary do you have any other news for me not really all right let's take it on over to your boy Mary, you and I watched Dragon Ball together the other day. And I do so love it when we get the chance to do that. It was fun. Yeah, it was like the second time in two weeks we actually watched some Dragon Ball together. What else? We- oh, yeah, movie we watched one. Dragon Ball Movie 1, of course. <laughs> kind of last episode of the show. I forgot about that. We watched the Trunks TV special. I can't remember the last time I watched it. It was probably several years ago at this point. I, I honestly can't remember the last time I saw it. Although, like you were saying when we were watching it, you know every single scene. Like, you can picture it in your head before, before it, it even, even happens. It was one of the first things you saw, right? In yes. Japanese. Anyways. Yeah, I saw it and movie thirteen the same in the same go because someone right. lent me some tapes. And I was saying uh, to you before that, you know, that's a one hell of a way to start watching, you know, the show in Japanese because yeah. they're both so strong. I know you start with the Trunks TV special in movie thirteen, or start mid Frieza saga, like a bunch of American fans had to. Oh man, like ninety. You know that being the case.
case I'm shocked anyone got into Dragon Ball starting where they could have started off. I'd be like, no, what like, is this that crap? That in the series, that voice shift and change, it is pretty amazing. And bad animation, too. The yeah, animation yeah. that is extremely inconsistent and crappy, and it's that bland green color palette. But that's we're not going to talk about Frieza, because I know you hate that part of the I series. so much. We'll talk about Trunks. What we're going to talk about is a bit of a comparison between the manga and the TV version of something in particular. There is something called Trunks, the story. It's actually a single chapter in the manga. It's like what you could call a manga special, the equivalent of a TV special. Or a one-shot. Or a one-shot, except it's within the actual story, within the canon storyline and all that. Uh, in the Kanzenban, it was actually printed at the very end of volume 34, which is a little strange, because it actually takes place, you know, much, much earlier in the series. Let us discuss. Okay, boss. I have a couple, you know, I always like to break down our discussions, things we're going to talk about. A couple things I want to go through are story gaps, story differences, then something I guess I can only call major issues, and then general thoughts at the end. Okay. So I want to talk about the story gaps first. The Trunks manga version and the TV special version, they're different in... I guess the only way I can describe it is that the manga picks up, which was actually first, so it's kind of strange to describe it this way, but the manga starts 21 minutes into the TV special version. So, like, everything prior to that in the TV special... Is original? It's original. I mean, it's based off of a little couple bits of dialogue that they give in the manga. Like, they expand upon all that. Obviously, Goku has died. Everyone else has died. The Jinzo Ningen are, you know, destroying the world and killing people and stuff. You actually see a lot of that in the TV version, as opposed to the manga, which just starts with Gohan and Trunks the training, and then like, they go off from there. So that's actually pretty different. There are two other major story gaps. Well, I mean, they're only story gaps if you go by the TV version. One is Gohan's fight with 17 and 18 isn't actually shown in the manga. Like, Gohan shows up, and there's the kick, and 17 rushes in, and that's about it. You don't see the whole fight. And then towards the end, Trunks's fight with 17 and 18... You don't see at all. You don't see at all whatsoever. No, he flies off, and then all of a sudden he wakes up. In the hospital. All bandaged and stuff, right. So when you go through the manga, if you're familiar with the TV version, I actually saw the TV version first. I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? You don't see it. We're going to come back to these when we talk about their general thoughts. I just want to throw those out there for now. Let's talk about story differences. One thing that I always remembered about this was the Sensu. Do you know what specifically I'm going to mention about this? Well, in the manga, they say that they went extinct. Yeah, it's really explicit in the manga. Yeah. In the TV version, Gohan has the little sash kind of holdy thing, and he's got his senzu in there. He says it's the last one. We don't know if it's his last one or the last one ever. Right, right. Um, the word he uses is Saigo. And I always remember that word from... This is like totally Dragon Ball dorky. Do you, do you know what line I'm talking about? I, I feel like I can, and yet I'm having such a major brain It's fart. the other TV special. Close enough, and it's awesome that wouldn't make any sense. I am the last one. (laughs) Well. I am the last one. (laughs) No, I am not, but this is, yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's kind of implied that it's final, but when you read a translation of it, it's not as explicit. So I think the manga version does a better job of at least explaining that. So it's pretty clear that, like... It makes it pretty dire. Yeah, yeah, we're fucked here. This is the last one. We can't get better other than through natural natural causes. That's not the right way to describe it, but you know what I mean. Uh, Another 
another thing that really stuck out to me. This is one of those things where it's written in the manga one way, but then the person that they're talking about actually says it, if that makes sense. So Gohan and Trunks are talking together, and Trunks says to Gohan, you know, my mom always gets a little startled when she sees you. You know, you're wearing that gi and you look so much like your father. Trunks is the one that's describing that about Bulma to Gohan. In the TV special version, Bulma actually says that herself when they all ah, come back. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Wow. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I pick off on this kind of stuff. I mean, the manga chapter is only, what, like 19 pages with the title page? So it's not that hard to go through and notice that stuff. Uh, another thing, this, uh, it's not that big a deal, but it's when Gohan is about to go do what will be his last fight, and Trunks wants to go too. In the manga version, Gohan goes like, look! And then he cracks him in the neck, as opposed to the TV version where he's just like, all right, let's go. And he, then he does the crack. He doesn't try to fake him out by saying anything. So it was just a little minor difference, but I noticed it. And and then the last one, this is another where someone says it, but in the TV version, they actually do it. In the manga, 18 says that they should run people over with cars. And you actually get to see that <laughs> in the TV version. 17's going great. I love the look on his face. Yeah. It's another maniacal moment. I guess that'll be my 17. word for he's, the episode. Like, he's dastardly. He's a creepy son of a bitch. He is. So those are my little story differences. Um, now we're going to get to some of the more major stuff. Major issues. This is probably the most important thing we can talk about with the manga versus the TV special, and that is Trunks actually going Super Saiyajin. Yeah, that's uh, the biggest thing right there. Yeah, it's a huge difference between them. In the manga, first page of this chapter, he already is. He already is training with Gohan, which as you go on, if you know the TV special version, completely negates like more of the dramatic effect of Gohan's death. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the significant part of this whole thing going, like, that's what they're aiming for, and that event triggers it. And if he's already Super Saiyan, it's like, I'm what's like, the point of this whole oh, thing? Whatever. Yeah, what's the whole point of I this? I feel like um, this is one of those instances where the TV producers probably looked at this chapter and, like, oh, yeah, this is good. We can do better. We can Let's do better. Let's work with this. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I definitely want to come back to this in our uh, general thoughts at the end here. Let's talk about another thing. You and I both kind of noticed right away. As we were watching the TV version, Bulma says that Trunks is going to go back 20 years into the past. If you look in the exact same panel, like corresponding panel in the manga, she says 17 years. Now let's work out the math here. Trunks, Mary, is about 17 years old. Yeah, he's probably 16 and a half, 17 when he's ready to go. Right. So if he goes back 17 years into the past, he'll go back to the point where he's just been born and the Jinzo Nigen show up, mm-hmm. which is not what happens. He goes back 20 years into the past. Because he hasn't been born yet. He will right. be born. He, I think he even maybe says in his um, first his appearance, speech, yeah. maybe he says, I'll be born such and such time from now. Right. And I mean, that was a big deal because he couldn't say who he was or who his parents were because they could jeopardize his birth. Like, that was the whole point. He goes back 20 years, he gives Goku the medicine, and then they all train for three years, the Jinzo Negan arrive, and then Trunks comes back for a second time to that point. So it is true that he does at some point go 17 years back into the past, but... But not yet. Right, the whole purpose of this is to go 20 years back. And I actually looked in the Kanzenban version, I have the second printing of volume 34. We've actually noticed on the forum there have been a couple instances in the Kanzenban where they've uh, changed some numbers here and there, 
usually it's like power level bullshit that I can't care any less about. But this seems like kind of a, a major thing. Yeah, really. Because it's about logistics and whether or not he'd be there when he's already born. Like, I think that's kind of major. Yeah, I definitely think so. Another thing, this it only applies to the TV version. And it's during one of those story gaps. I know it bugs you and it bugs me as well. It's, uh, I guess you would say an animation inconsistency, maybe. Oh, when um he's fight or Trunks is fighting the androids and then he's been, you know, in regular mode for a while because he's right. had the snot beat out of him. Right. He gets knocked through a building and then when he gets not when you see him, you know, having been knocked through the building, he's on the ground again. He's already lying on the ground in Super Saiyan mode and it totally doesn't make any sense. Like he <laughs> right. was just normal and if he just got smacked down, he's flying through the air, he wouldn't have been able to transform again. Yeah, so. he was already getting, you know, beat up and weak at this point. He could have. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make any sense though. That's like a little nitpicky, oh, that was dumb, and we caught No, but it's bugged me for years. Yeah. It's like, "Ah, that's messed up. That's sloppy. It is sloppy. All right, so let's talk about our general thoughts. Let's talk about the biggest issue here is Trunks and his Super Saiyan origin. I gotta say, the manga version totally sucks. Yeah. It it doesn't make any sense. Like, you see, oh, so what was the trigger for him? Oh, you mean, how did he get that way? Yeah, Maybe we can just assume that he was strong. Yeah. Maybe assume that Gohan's been training him very, very well. I mean, we could say the same thing for Gohan at this point, for this Gohan. What was his trigger? You know, we always see, like, many triggers. For Goku, is a pretty significant one. You know, boom, up in the sky, that did it. For Gohan, in our regular storyline, when they're training in the Room of Spirit and Time, it's more of like a psyching up mental kind of thing. So maybe this Gohan did a similar kind of thing, and maybe Trunks was able to do it. We see him in the TV series, I guess the TV special. Um, He's also doing that, like, psych up thing, like, we don't know what the Jin Zonigan could be doing. Oh, they're responsible for so much. And he, like, can't handle it and it kind of falls over. Yeah. So maybe that's what Toriyama decided Trunks had done in his manga version. Mary, you give me some thoughts on this because, like, it irritates... <laughs> I'm, like, totally fanboy here. It irritates me so much. I'm speechless. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm biased because... Uh, you saw it first. I saw it right. first and it moved me to tears because it was just so powerful. So, yeah, obviously <laughs> going back to the manga version... How old were you? Hold on. I was... Hold on. 17? I can't... I'm probably 16 or 17. Okay, carry on. You gotta make fun of me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, so yeah, going back to the manga version, it's like... It's rough uh, to try and read that. I mean, it's like a very nice condensed version, but then you got all these little things like Gohan's already scarred and lost an arm. Mm-hmm. At least in the anime version, you get a little... We get to see that Like how process. it happens. I wonder how much input Toriyama had in the anime version. Well, let's talk about that real briefly. Um, I was looking through Daisenshu 6. Julian wasn't around, so I was like, oh, oh, who can I have a look at stuff? Oh, right, Rachel's in the chat. Let's talk. So I had Rachel look at uh, Dai's Entry 6 to see if there were any notes about how they compare to, you know, what did they do during the adaptation. And once again, it's absolutely typical Japanese Daizenshu stuff, where it's like, the TV special expanded upon what was in the original manga storyline. No shit. Thank you. That That is extremely helpful. You've, you've given me so much insight into this adaptation. It's so clearly along the same lines as, he's a pretty cool guy. Yes. Oh, so like- that wasn't helpful. So, I mean, beyond that, we really don't know a whole hell of a lot about what was the adaptation process? How much input did Toriyama have? Did Toriyama like it? We at least know the bar special that he liked because we you know we have quotes from an interview on that i always come back to that because i thought it was so important unlike the bardock special where that was created first and then toriyama adapted it into the manga the manga chapter here was first and then they did a tv special based on it overall thoughts on 
just we obviously like the TV special version the most. So I think the manga version is what we'll ultimately end up criticizing the most. Does it work as a single chapter? I think it does. I mean, the only reason why we're giving it so much crap is because we have it something to compare it we're to. We're extremely biased. You so more than me, probably. Yeah. So if we just pretend like the anime version never existed ever, uh-huh. I could totally buy this as a standalone. And I would, you know, not having seen any anime version pretending it didn't exist, I would probably find it emotional too. I, I think my biggest deal, though, is, and I hate to do a manga review of awesomeness thing here, the pacing. It's too, it feels so rushed. Like, I don't have enough time. We were flipping through the manga pages as we were watching the TV special version, and there are so many instances, even ignoring story gaps, where it's like within the span of a couple lines of dialogue, we flip two pages, and then at other points... It's much slower than that by the time we flip pages. Mm -hmm. So it feels like those couple things, it's rough because he's trying to cram in enough dialogue to get the story across because you need that exposition for this. And then like he ignores the fights, which is pretty good because that would just take up needless panels for what he was trying to do. But I I don't think the 18 pages plus a title page was enough to tell the the proper story for what he wanted to do here. I agree, but I'm, I'd rather have something than nothing because they never give us any kind of bone mm-hmm. in terms of a character backstory like this. Yeah, which was really nice for Toriyama to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to Bardock, where we got that one panel after someone else already made a TV special. Do you think that that whole process maybe influenced him to do something like this? Like, oh, maybe I can Maybe do people something. like this, and maybe he wanted to take a crack at the drama, mm-hmm. so he made this little one-shot. I don't know that he did it well enough, though. Yeah, well, it's obviously not his forte. No, it really isn't. It's another instance where he he tries to, he goes for it, and then he just doesn't clinch it at the end. The whole thing for me is Gohan's death triggering the Super Saiyan. I think without that, and again, really biased... Like, the whole emotion of this is really lost for me, unfortunately. But, you know, we saw it first, and that's our opinion on it. We saw Toriyama do a little bit more with this. Maybe he liked this scenario, because at the very end of the Cell game, after all that's done, we see Trunks go back to his timeline and take thing, and take care of things there. It would be bad if he didn't give us any closure. That's true. We need to know that that timeline's going to be okay, Yeah, too. otherwise, what was the whole point of this entire saga? Right. So maybe that was a lot more necessary than even doing this was. Yeah. I think we could have lived without this. This, and that mysterious past, for lack of a better phrase, would be okay not knowing it. I, I agree with I you. I like knowing, though. Yeah. I like knowing, too, but I think that the closure is more important to the story than this part of it yeah. would have been. But you know what? Trunks is that character. We've talked about this in the past. Why does Trunks get so much good stuff? One of our early episodes was, why does Trunks get so much of the good music in the series and the video games and stuff? And here in the manga and the TV version, Trunks gets all this great exposition and these story elements and stuff. Well, because... A lot of the characters that we're introduced to are from the beginning. He's just kind of thrown in the things immediately. So you need it to with like, get the character. It's like, oh, I'm a traveler. Ooh. So for a character like that, you need to kind of give them some kind of emotional ties. The reader, I suppose. Yeah. Otherwise, absolutely. it's just another dude. Just another dude. I love your phrases. He's just a dude. What do He's I a care? dude. All right, I think that wraps up everything I got. You got anything else you want to talk about? I like the Trunks TV special a I lot. Do. I know. <laughs> Uh, it's one of my favorites, and it's really easy to watch. Like It is. It's like, oh, did 45 minutes just it's, go by? It's like a movie, except it's a TV special. Pop it in, crash for a while, watch it. All right, what do you guys think about this? With every podcast episode, we have a thread over on the forum. We want to know what you think about uh, our comparison between the two, and if you have any additional thoughts on that. So hop on over to the site and let us know what you think. With the topic done, I guess we head on over to the releases. 
January's pretty much over. We'll reiterate it one last time, although we might mention it next episode, because it'll be the beginning of February. February 6th, Dragon Ball GT R2 DVDs Volumes 1 and 2. Mary, tell me a little bit more about them. Sure. Well, these first two volumes cover episodes 1 through 12 with six episodes per disc. Uh, these are 39.90 yen each, and you can find them on Amazon Japan, CD Japan, all those import sites. I think the cover art for these is starting to leak out, and it looks kind of nice. We'll try to find a place where you can see them. That is it, because there's nothing left in January, so we'll take it on over to some emails. <laughs> We're going to do one email this week because I'm saving up all the other stuff for Julian. I'm going to make him... He's going to have homework. I'm going to make him work when he gets back. So we'll do the one email. Mary, I like your voice, so you're going to read the email. Oh, I thank you. You I'm not sexy welcome. like Jeff, though. I, that's quite okay. If you were sexy like Jeff, this would be a very different relationship. <laughs> it would. So please read the email. <laughs> All right, this is from Gabe, and he writes, Hey there, DieZXers. It's Gabe, a.k.a. Damon Core. Demon Core. Demon Core. I'll remember one of these days. From the forums with a question and suggestion. The Dragon Ball series is 20 plus years old by now, and your website's been going strong for 10 years. Aside from the new news relating to stuff like video games, the live-action movie, etc., do you think we'll ever get some new news on actual characters from the series, kind of like what J.K. Rowling did with making your character Dumbledore gay? I'd rant about that, but I'm... I'm sure you guys wouldn't want to hear about it. I mean, there are plenty of characters out there, but we don't really know that much about a good number of them. In a time when all anime characters get a pretty fleshed out backstory, no matter how minor they may be, you'd think that the DB series would do the same. Also, might I suggest a new segment for the podcast? I got it from another podcast that I used to listen to, which names the segment Make the Connection. It's the sort of game where one host may ask the other host to make the connection between whatever the podcast is about, in this case Dragon Ball, and something completely random like waiting in line at Starbucks only to find that they messed up your order. It may not be the kind of segment slash game for you guys, but I figured I'd bring it up just in case it was. Thanks for reading this. Your podcast is awesome. Mary. Yo. 90s one-hit wonders related to Dragon Ball. (laughs) I can't. I am terrible at being put on the spot. Hold on. Let me see if I can come up with something. (laughs) 90s one-hit. Okay. um, I'm too sexy. Right said Fred. I made a video to it. Whoops, messed that one up. Uh, it wasn't I'm Too Sexy, although lots of people did videos to that. Mine was to Baby Got Back, which is also, you know, a one-hit wonder, so I still win. Haha. Not what I was thinking of, but very along the same lines. Okay, go for it. Scatman. Oh, Scatman! Yeah, there was a video noticon several years ago. <laughs> so we're ago. both thinking about videos. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Good enough. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about that for a couple hours. I'm like, shit, I gotta come you, up with something. You thought about that for hours, well, and you put I, me I on the spot, like, I came up with it in five no, seconds. No, I don't mean like I thought about <laughs> it in particular, like me sitting thinking with a pen and paper for hours. I mean, since I pasted the email onto the outline several hours ago, occasionally it would enter my mind that I would try to think of something to give you. Is that a sufficient explanation? I am satisfied. All right. Let's answer the rest of the question here. I guess the other question. Dragon Ball characters and expanded information on them. Well, if we kind of touched upon that during this episode where we're saying how Trunks is one of the few characters that, that gets actually that. actually does, yeah. So he doesn't count. But um, who could benefit from something like this? Well, let me give you an example of someone who actually does. Now, the thing here is if you're going to get this, Toriyama doesn't really talk too much about this kind of stuff. Hell, he doesn't remember some of his characters. So you'd have to turn to things like all of the official guys, maybe the Daizenshu or 
are landmark forever, the GT Perfect Files and stuff. What these books are intended to do is, you know, give you more information about these characters and things they do, things they went through, who they are. Uh, one of the buddies on our forum, Herms, was going through Daisenshu 7, just picking out random things here and there, like, oh, this is interesting, blah, 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 blah. Here's a character that you absolutely would not expect any additional information on. Random henchman in a movie, Sauza, or Thauza, whatever you want to call him. He is the genius of the planet Brenchi and knows over 7,000 languages. What? Yes. That's fascinating. Isn't that absolutely <laughs> awesome? Yeah. <laughs> Sauza is a genius. Wow. Now, he's a character. Mary, I don't remember how much you remember about it, but I've got that one Dojinshi head chala. Yeah. And there's actually some Sauza stuff in there. I feel like there's a small female fan following about him in Japan. I really think there is. There's something about him in particular that Japanese fangirls seem to like. So maybe that's why they gave him a little extra bit of history here. So there you go. I mean, that's very similar to, well, it's not similar to saying that the character is gay in retrospect, but, you know, later on, he was just there for a movie. Uh, Here's some more information about him. That's kind of cool. Thought that was neat. Any other characters you think could benefit from this? Nappa. Nappa? We see a little bit in the Bardock TV special. He's got a little tough. I know, but I want to see even before that. Yeah. Like, how did he get assigned the role of babysitter? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, did he have to go on an interview for the job? I'm sure patient are you? You know there's no Jinshi about this, too. Yes. So maybe that's what the purpose of Dojinshi is, is to give these characters more history, usually of the comedic type. That's pretty neat. I think we addressed everything. We did the little segment, your game thing, and uh, we did the character history. I really miss some of our extra segments. You know, we do our top five every so often. We do with the manga reviews, and anytime there's something other we can relate to. Julian, however, once we finish DBZ ABCs, Julian hasn't done the segment. So here's your job, everyone. In addition to sending us questions and comments and all that, stuff for the podcast send ideas for a new segment for julian because i miss his intro bumper music and i miss him spending two or three minutes teaching us about something so what do you think julian needs to do whenever he's around for a podcast topic send it in mary where do you send the emails you can send emails to podcast at dizex.com that's spelled p-o-d-c-a-s-t at d-a-i-z-e-x.com absolutely correct yay what do i get um you can keep Jeff's microphone. Sweet. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the emails for the week. Like I said, I'm uh, stockpiling them for Julian. Let's take it on over to the contest information. Mary, 10 years of Daisenshu EX. Coming up on 10 years of the Temple of Trunks. Yeah. Pretty cool shit. I feel old. You yeah. feel old. You're an old lady? Yeah. Sexy and stuff. Yes, very. Anyways, we're going to give away a poster. This poster came with Legend of Dragon World. That was that two-disc set. Came out in early 2006 with all the vocal themes and all that spiffy stuff. The poster is pretty much uh, like the cover art of the CD with uh, the characters and the dragon and the bluish lines. It's very big and it's very nice. We are giving away one of these posters because I got two when I ordered it and I really only need the one. So we'll give one away. You need to send an email. You don't need to be a podcast listener to enter. Although if you're listening to this, you are a podcast listener. Send an email. That's all it takes. Send an email to contest at DaiZX.com. Mary, I will ask you to spell again. C-O-N-T-E-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. That's right. All you got to do is send an email. The only stipulation is that in the subject, you write Legend of Dragon World. No Legend of the Dragon World, because as I like to say, you gets to gets the English 
right. Legend of Dragon World. Get in those entries by February 1st at 12 noon when this episode comes out. You've got a couple days left. And then we will give away the poster on that episode, which will be next week's episode. So you'll know next week if you want or not. Pretty cool. And I think that is the end of the episode. Time flies when you're having fun. It does. I enjoyed this episode. It was just you and me. Hopefully Julian will join us next week. Next week is on tap to be the manga review of awesomeness. It seems so soon. Volume 13. It actually isn't, though. It hasn't this month really flown by. Yeah. Volume 13. We continue onwards into the Piccolo Daimao arc. So you'll be here. I'll be here. Jeff is supposed to be here. And Julian says he'll be back next episode. And hopefully we can figure out what the hell we're going to do. You know why? Why? Because I got a new mixer and a new mic, and I don't know how to wire all this stuff up yet. Yes, it's uh, quite wiry in here. I'm using the new mixer right now. I'm using a new mic. Mary's borrowing Jeff's mic, so hopefully the episode sounds better than it usually does, although since I don't know what anything does, it's still not perfect, but I will figure things out, and I have to figure it out by next week, because then I gotta get Skype into the mix, and that'll be fun times. I will try to keep the cursing to a minimum. Okay, good. You read my mind. <laughs> I know. This mic on a Friday night, waiting for everyone to show up, trying to wire stuff, nothing's working, cats are whining, Mary's nagging me about, like, wedding, like... Do you like these flowers? Do you like these flowers? Do you like these photos? I don't like like, flowers. I'm trying to do a podcast. (laughs) I don't know what this wire does. Why the fuck isn't the sound coming out of here? Where are my headphones? Those are my old headphones. Fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) What, flowers? (laughs) That's a typical Friday night. You hear it? Casa de la Brie. I think (laughs) is the great new phrase. Yes. Oh my god, it's gonna be my concept. I kid, too. I kid, I love and stuff. Oh, it's the end of the episode. So Mary, mm-hmm. you can plug Temple of Trunks. It oh, is why, coming up you. on ten years in March. Ten years of greatness and gains. Um, <laughs> yes. How many years of activity on the site? Oh uh, probably like seven. Six. Wow, I overestimated. Yeah. Okay, no, maybe seven. We joke about this, but in all seriousness, I think we've semi-discussed this in the past. It was something you started when you were 16 and 17, and there's no reason not to keep it online. Mm-hmm. You describe it as like a time capsule of your youth and your teen years and stuff that people can still find and enjoy. That's the excuse I use when, you know... I'm in a professional setting and they stumble across my shit, so I gotta, you know, right. I gotta, you know, play it off. Like, oh yeah, well, I did it on purpose. Well, what's really nice is that now you can say 10 years. 10 years sounds pretty significant. Yes. I did this 10 years ago. Well, what you did got- you do 10 years ago? Smoke crack up in college? <laughs> I was working on a trunks website. Crack. I don't know. You were talking about crack earlier, so I had crack on the mind. <laughs> I want to do crack. Well, no, you didn't do track. crack. I can't talk. Maybe I'm on crack. I don't know. Mary, let's finish up. Temple O Trunks, plug it, your time capsule. Sure. Trunks, the website, can be found at <laughs> www.templeotrunks.com. You may have Trunks, the website, but I have Resistance to Despair, the remaining Super Warriors, That's Mike and Mary. <laughs> Make it baby. We are super warriors on yes. crack. No, I am done with you. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. I'm going to work on the show. What are you going to work on? Sleeping. Sleeping. Well, Mary, it's not even 5 p.m. Shut up. You got up way after I did. I wasn't asleep, though. I was oh. lying around. 
You know what? Mary's like leaning back in the chair, way away from the microphone. She doesn't even care anymore. She's like, fuck you. I'm going to sleep. I don't care about this podcast shit. Whatever. It's fine. I see how it is. I'm always alone doing all the work in school because Julian's not here. Like, everyone abandons me. It's all right. Now it's become Mike's rant hour. I can hang out with my internet friends. They never abandon me. The internet's hey, hey, always there just signed for off. Me. What do you mean someone just signed off? They just off? left you. They abandoned you. No, they abandoned they'll be you. back. Because they're always back. Mary, the internet never leaves me. It's always there. You're a sad man. <laughs> no. I'm, I, I say it in jest like halfway. Because <laughs> my site will always be there for you. In some capacity, Vegito EX is always there to comfort you. <laughs> Ew. I feel so dirty. I want to shower. You're awake now, though, aren't you? Yeah, okay. no, I'm tired. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Uh, Mary, thank you. Uh, Julian, I look forward to hearing about your Makafushiki adventures. And, uh, yeah, you see what I did? I'm making the Dragon Ball jokes. Fuck, I'm a nerd. You're all alone. No, because someone else out there, you understood the joke, too. Of course. So that makes you just as much, I would say, if not more than, but I'm pretty sure, whatever. We're ending the show. That's it. We'll be back next week with 114. That many episodes. How's it feel to be 114? 114? 114. Oh, right. I got confused because I was thinking of 14. You know what? I am so done with you. That's the end of the episode. We'll check you next week. So for Mary over here, for Tyler over on the couch, taking a moment from licking his... Yes, he's cleaning himself. And for Tara over here, which you heard earlier, the witch, who you heard earlier, whom you heard earlier. She's not really an it. She's, she's a pretty little lady. And for Julian off in Japan, for all of them, uh, my name is Mike, Vegito EX, Daizenshu EX, www.daizex.com. And that's the end of the episode. We'll check you next week. I'm gonna win! Oh!